Hey friends, this is Awfully Salty. I'm Joe, joined by Bobby and Brian. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the spring update for Destiny, finally. Uh, some cool changes and a lot of theories. Good thing we won't have to wait long. Uh, April 12th will be uh, the release date. And while we're waiting to review uh, this trash fest that is Batman v Superman, that won't stop us from uh, reading some horrible reviews. This is Awfully Salty. Alright, so... I am really excited. I was really hoping that Greg could show up for this so we can hear how much he hates this game that he's played for a thousand hours. But, um, anyways, yeah, so Destiny, uh, spring update, uh, April 12th. Um, there's been a lot of theories, uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of theories for, uh, what the whole, because I mean, I'm sure you've seen the image of the Taken armor uh, in the Reef, which, you know, they've already mentioned Prison of Elders. Uh, two more weeks of live streams, they're doing it week by week, uh, releasing more and more stuff. Um, I didn't get to check this out, but apparently there's a new slot by the new guns. Um, the, the And there's a, and there's an image floating around of a Taken shotgun. Like a taken looking shotgun, like with the with the taken uh, flames or whatever. I in a, when it comes to first person shooter games, I'm such a sucker for a good shotgun. Like they, my number one favorite thing. Like I'll crouch behind all corners and piss off all those motherfuckers who charge way too fast, uh, way too fast. Yeah, my painful my pain like the painful thing for me is I don't have a good roll on any of my shotguns. It's so hard to find a good shotgun in the new. For me, it is. I mean, yeah. I have the Ford no, Horseman, but like they 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 nerfed the shit out of that gun. That gun used to be a fucking monster in year one, um, and then they they slowed down the the um, reload rate, or uh, like it used to reload like instantly, so you could just keep firing, and it had last round. So every time you every if you just hold it down, you just reload one shot and then get bonus damage every round. Um, yeah, they they've gotten really good at making their shotguns as useless as possible in Destiny. Yeah. Kinda. Which is frustrating because they don't really have like good I, a lot I of good keep close range weapons. Every gun, every one I keep getting has a slow fire rate, which is driving me crazy. Um, anyways, yep, well, yeah, let's uh, get back to the topic. Of, yeah, sorry, uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to derail. It's, it's easy. It, no, it's it is really easy to just go off on a uh, on uh, everything destiny. Yeah, um, a good, yeah, a good so, video game shotgun is something to be passionate about. I, I can't begrudge Bobby for feeling that way. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's true though. I mean, I used yeah. to the the gold standard for me <laughs> is the Halo Two shotgun. Like that one is just that is the motherfucking gold standard. That that's thing, probably the last shooter that like I played. Perfect range, perfect mm. damage. It was yeah just yeah. right, and it actually had individual bucks. So if you mi- buck shots, so if you missed with a single pellet. You didn't get the full damage. That's how it should um, be. Yeah, well, coming around a corner shotgun to someone's face is very mm, self gratifying. Oh, it feels so good. Well, if you want, um, real quick, before we uh, talk oh, about the spring update, feels good. Um, if you want to real quick down Nostalgia Road, get the uh, Hereafter. It's basically the spiritual successor to the Halo sniper rifle. Sounds like it, Ugh, looks like no. it. <laughs> it's not a good gun, but it's like an interesting. It's interesting. I, I am comically bad with sniper rifles. I'm pretty sure I've told you guys this before, but. When it comes to using sniper rifles in, in video games, like, for any of you uh, who are listening that have watched Red vs. Blue, I'm the real-life church. 
Like I could yeah. have a bead perfectly on a guy's head and somehow hit the ground below his feet, bounce off the wall, it'll bounce back and hit me in the head. I oh am something to behold with a sniper rifle. Nice. Yeah, I'm a camper. I always am. I love sniper rifles and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> um yeah, so anyways, the yeah, so the spring update, uh April twelfth. Um they're adding in Prison of Elders, which is uh you know, was arguably the worst expansion um by a lot of people considered it to be the worst. Uh the story was much better than Crota. Crota was a really terrible story. Um oh, yeah. It was also very, uh, very grindy. They had a lot so of like, anticlimactic. But um, the good thing is they're adding in. Actually, no, uh, they misspoke and they said there were checkpoints, and I guess now that's not a thing. I don't. I don't. <laughs> they actually misspoke on the live stream, which is insane because oh, thinking sucks. about uh, the Skolas fight, which for me took around three to four hours to beat it. Um, was a nightmare because I couldn't leave my seat until I, until I beat it. That's why those checkpoints are so important. It's like it's basically playing all the way through Vault of Glass with that checkpoint. So how long that really does that take? To, to like to be able to leave. It took me upwards of like three to four hours. So what happens if like you know hungry bathroom? Uh, well, I Do mean, if we, we can wipe well each each the way the way the Prison of Elders works is um, each round there's five rounds. Um, yeah. If you play the hardest version, you fight the boss. Like basically, there's um, a bunch of difficulty tiers. The hardest difficulty has five rounds. Um, all of them ha- are like the hard, hot, hardest modifiers uh, every round. So the rounds themselves are super hard to get through. Um, and then round six has Skolots, which is basically like uh, the raid boss. And um, <laughs> shit's getting weird. Brian's tonguing his camera. I don't even I had know to clean what to it. do. There was something on, on uh, there was jelly on it. <laughs> I've been jammed. I'm sorry. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, the, the checkpoints was a big thing. That really sucks. Well, if, it was so, like, like, the reason why they were so bad is because if you wanted to, um, you could, you could like, you could wipe and get, and you would restart on the round you're on. So, like, if you wiped at Skolas, you would start on that round again. But the, heart, the, the thing that was horrible was, like, say, for example, um... If I had like three hours and I had to go and I couldn't beat Skolas in those in those three hours, I'd have to do all the rounds over again, which those themselves can take like an hour to do, and Skolas can take like two hours. Yeah, so are you cool. guaranteed a reward, a uh, a loot reward at the end of this? No, nope. Okay, you're guaranteed. You you are guaranteed at the end of Prisoner of Elders now because one of the big yeah, things for me, like this is probably the biggest thing, is they're no longer requiring a key for That's that so loot chest. Stuff. Um, at the end of Prison of Elders. I guess so, I can uh, finally get rid of all the keys. That I sounds have. like a lot of work for, <laughs> for, for the possibility of reward. It was. That's why it, it was. Yeah, that's why it wasn't yeah. that great. Um, I'm pretty sure. That's why I wish, I wish fucking Greg was here because that was one of his biggest criticisms was like how much you had to grind to get potentially nothing. We but we did school us together. General, I don't like those because I find that time sinks in any video game yeah. show their lack of ability to create uh it, immersive content that you want to do again and again uh, and well, come out with new and better content because it forces you to just do stuff that's redundant and annoying uh, and it can take you was, out of a game if it's too the, much. Yeah, for something that's set at a percent chance. Uh, chance that was a big problem with the year RNG one. The RNG gods are merciless. So That was the big problem with year one. Um, year one, I did Vault of Glass probably about three dozen times before year two 
and um, I never got any of the any of the primary weapons. I got so there's like primary, so there's like a hand cannon, there's assault rifle, yeah. you know all those. Um, I didn't get, and they're all elemental, so like the ones you the ones you want to get. I never got a single one. I only got I've only gotten two weapons out of three dozen runs, and there's like yeah. twelve. And those those are elemental. That's something that they don't play up enough. I feel like like it's it's too easy to. Um just ignore elemental. Well, types. the irony is, um, in year one, all of the like, if you didn't have Fatebringer, you didn't have the best. You didn't have the best like hand cannon, basically. Like in year two, um, they took out all the elements and all those raid weapons. They kind of suck. Like they're really not good. All the crota, all the um, the new raid weapons, the taken raid weapons, they're all really bad. Um, so I'm curious if they're going to add in uh, for whatever the next set of content is, if they will re add in elemental because it was actually really fun doing the nightfalls with elementals like using the lab strategy was like super fun to um yeah. figure out oh the the burn this week is solar so let me use my solar hand cannon or whatever um that was always really fun but uh, yeah so there's um been a lot of a lot of talk about the um the shaders and spe- uh, specifically um more specific the taken shotgun and the fact that there's a new slot for the new weapons Mm-hmm. Um, and they've talked about doing something such as uh, shaders in the past for weapons. That'd be okay. Um, that would people, be <laughs> really cool. No, that would, I, 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 I never understood the uh, the obsession some people have with um, being able to customize the look of their their you know online avatars. Like it's it's well, kind a, of insane. That's a passion like, for me. Like that. That's yeah. A game, that's my thing that's too. A game I love deciding it. feature for me. I wish yeah. I wish I could understand it. I'm so, I just don't fucking get it. Like I, I'm perfectly fine with logging into a game and being like, "Oh, okay." But that's like that's the, the thing you're always game. holding. Cool. Like I'm at, like the the cool thing about that is that's something you're always looking at. You're always holding, so you want it to look as cool as possible. Um, not, not in a first person game <laughs> for a gun, but the, but anything. that's the thing though. The gun I would argue is more. I would more, uh, but the gun changing changing shader would be arguably more interesting than your actual shader because you only see your shader when you're doing emotes or looking at him in the uh in the pause menu or whatever do you have the option to play it third person uh no the only time you can scroll out a little bit and see there there is one uh social hub hub. yeah Yeah, it's like a social area where you can um where you uh default to third person yeah oh interesting okay yeah. So then, yeah, that's enough reason for me to want to customize. And there actually, there's also certain there's certain heavy weapons that you can pick up that enemies drop that have like a limited use. Yeah. Um, that you yeah that's go right. into third swords also. the swords yeah, the swords and, and the um, ca- uh, what are those cannons? Um, uh, so uh, they're like they're solar cannons. I forget what they're called. Yeah. Though. They're, they're the, 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 the big uh, fallen the, the fallen generals. Kids. Yeah. Uh, carry gotcha. the captains or whatever the captains, uh, yeah. wolves. Yeah, lack of customization is the entire reason I don't play DC Universe online. Because it's it, comparatively to other hero games out there, it was just I just don't like it. Stuff from that though. Uh, the actual gameplay is fine, but uh, no, I know. mean from customization. Like I've seen people like build Marvel characters in that. It, comparatively to too. what Champions Online but, had or what City of Heroes had, it, it's like well, Cities of Heroes, City of Heroes, you can't compare. For the longest time, I had my uh, Titan looking like um, Iron Man. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone got it. Everyone got it. He's like, "Oh, look, Iron Man." I'm like, "You get it." Like everyone, everyone, yeah. like yeah. There's some, there's some really like, interesting. I know ones. Greg should, built the Heroes. Silver Surfer, Sil- Silver Surfer in there, and he named him Norrin Radical. Yeah, yeah. So, I had a, I had a bunch of good characters. My main character in that was a Green Lantern named uh, Emerald Mosaic. <laughs> uh, you could switch to different co- costumes and stuff like that too. Uh, so I had like I made like a 
Guy Gardner and a Hal Jordan and a John Stewart and and all that. So I made like all of them. So whenever I got bored, I could play with all of them. So it, there's some good stuff about the game, uh, but you know. So uh, Bobby, uh, I mean, I yeah. I remember you telling me that you were kind of uh, excited about this update. Like, uh, what what do you, what would what do you want to see out of it? Because I mean, for me, the fact that there's engrams, the engram drops, so it's not like you're playing five rounds for nothing. Yeah. Um, they have a very Trials of Osiris-like uh, card that you turn in for a chance at a 335 item. Um, I mean, for me, that's 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 good for a free update for me. Yeah, I mean, my, I, my thing is very simple. It's Prison of Elders making it fucking useful again. And fun. It yeah, wasn't fun like, the first I, time. I, I can't tell you how, like, I, I beat it the first time. I was like, wow, this is really fucking cool. Like, I can't believe I can keep coming back to this thing. I went back to it the second time, and I was like, this is fucking garbage had absolutely none of the payoff that it did that first time and um the fact that they're willing to let people open up that loot crate without the key is a huge deal for me um just because like i felt like i would constantly get to the end and be like oh here's like you know a thousand glimmer thanks for playing yeah so, like, well get fucked i could have just well a story mission for that yeah, and back when strange coins were a little bit harder to get, the, one of the easiest things to do was just play the shit out of Prison of Elders because it would almost always give you at least a few strange coins. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I was hoping for uh, something to do with one of the raids. I really want them to bring Volt of Glass into the back into the fold. Um, mm -hmm. I would love to be to be able to actually go for the, go re, return to the hunt of getting every single weapon because. RNG sucked for me. Um, you, you love uh, I, I fucking love Vault of Glass. Glass. That, that mo as much as I hated the fact that I literally never got anything in that in that thing, um, it was still really fun. It was a good time. Um, well, yeah. Here's like uh, what I want to know is, and we won't know this until after it comes out. Um, will this bring back a significant number of players? I will tell you that after playing Division, um, it made me want to play Destiny, and that's probably why I jumped back into Ooh. Destiny. That, that it's not, it's not, no, it's not a negative. It's that uh, there's no late game in this, and that kind of kills it for me. And I really want to play a late game, like an end game uh, MMO style. Um, I love the, I love the gameplay. The other thing is, it just doesn't feel as fleshed out as something like Destiny. Um, the, the enemies are so generic, mm -hmm. like. You go back to like Bungie design, and it's just like as like dumb as as dumb as some of this stuff can be. It's so fun to repeat, like rinse and repeat these yeah. these uh, these missions. And I still have some stuff I have to get. Like I keep having, I keep having to. Um, I'm trying to get uh, the Stranger's Rifle, the exotic one, the No Time to Explain, and I keep mm -hmm. missing the daily for that. And that's um, that like that things sucks. like that keep me coming back. I wonder how much we're um, underestimating any staff that Bungie might have lost to 343 when they initially made that split. I'll tell you that I know for a fact that they lost they, – uh, a lot of people stayed on for – I mean obviously a lot of people stayed on for um, – Yeah. I've watched uh, – I watched that documentary um, – that free documentary. Uh, it's on Xbox uh, Xbox video. It's like an hour of making the Master Chief Collection or something. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the people that were with 
Bungie <laughs> are now with 343. So I know for a fact that a lot of those people are still 343. See, that's hilarious to me because I th- from Halo 4 on, like I've, I've got serious issues with this with the direction they've taken the series from a gameplay standpoint more than anything. Um, yeah, I think that's more of an old guard thing. I personally loved, I thought, the, the, the not the story in particular, but I thought the, the sandboxes were some of the best from Halo 5. The story mode sucked, I thought, but I thought mm-hmm. the game, the actual like gameplay itself was so fun because you could there were all these open avenues and um very uh, i mean almost almost they almost all felt like uh if you you know to compare it back to destiny they almost felt like uh they were designed exactly like how destiny designs their uh their multiplayer maps mm. to where they're just like so open to do whatever you want See, like, I can't, I don't, I can't even get started on like how far off the rails the story of Halo has gone. Like, it really should have. It should have ended at three. Uh, yeah, it should have ended at three, and then they should have kept doing like Reach style things where they were telling stories within the expanded universe that like we know is there. Um, anyone? Because like, I, I used to read the um, the novels too because they were actually really good at one point. I really, I, I always wanted to. I never got around to it. But it's just it's one of those cases where a universe has become like overburdened with too much minutia. Um, and it just it just started weighing things down See, after a while. That that itself I would argue is why Destiny got such a bad rap. I mean, other than the fact that you it was really hard to get loot when the game first came out, um, Destiny itself was um, it had a lot to live up to with being a bungee game mm-hmm. as far as story goes, and the fact that there was like no story um, really, really hurt it. But um, it's really, I mean, now that people actually know what it is, it's more like, oh, I get it now. Like, I finally get it. Yeah. I don't think the console, like, I think the console market wasn't ready for, like, an MMO-style game. Especially when, like, the people that were making it were traditionally storytellers. Well, I know that the original Halo trilogy got a lot of knocks because they never told the story very straightforward. It was always, like, (laughs) it was always something you had to find in, like, little corners and shit like that and piece together. But there was also a subset of fans who enjoyed that. Like, they were like, oh, I want to hunt for this story. Like, it's it's like an Easter egg. Like, you gotta go find it. It's part of the gameplay, whatever. I was part of that crew, actually. I part of that crew part of that like a crew yeah we were like rolling down the street like <laughs> gangs flashing signs and wearing cuts but, um, i was part of that camp you weren't a very tough crew we, no we weren't the we name just, of your, your gang was the lemon slushers. we weren't we weren't we weren't tough but we were legion we were legion um so yeah but uh so when destiny rolled around and it was difficult to decipher the story i was not surprised in the least um i just didn't I was enjoying the gameplay too much to really care and to go online and try and figure out the rest of it. I mean, those those Grimoire cards are really cool if you read them. Um, like, for example, um, there are these two guns that are like kind of like the negative opposites of each other. There's um, Last Word and uh, Thorn. And the story behind them is they're an interconnected story of just like... Um, I think it was two brothers. I, I, I mean, honestly, it's, been, it's fuzzy. It's been so long, but like two brothers and one had the Thorn... And I think he wanted, um, I might be wrong, I think he wanted, like, power or whatever. And they were basically, like, uh, Thorn and Thorn and Last Word were basically enemies. Like, they were, like, one, like, they were both living guns, technically. Kind of like, um, if you ever watched, uh, um, Callback, uh, Trigun. Yeah. That was yeah, my, that's yeah, my Kind of like that, kind of like that. Anime I honestly ever. have a my feeling. My fucking 
Mine too. I mean, Mine too. I, I, I probably shouldn't. They're like, bringing back but my gamer tag, or my I'm sorry, my play, well, my gamer tag and my PlayStation Network name oh, are both Trigun related. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, it's been see, it's been forever since I watched it, so I'm just like, oh yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And I that's that's the name I use for like at, or some variation thereof, depending on whether or not it's taken. That's the name I use for everything. It's all about branding. Everything you got to do it that way. Got to know. You got to know who I yeah, am. Yeah, but once um, I step up. Like my in my clash of clans, my my fucking uh, chief name, everything, everything. Same here. But um, the other when thing, they pull you out of the matrix, that's going to become your name. I'm okay with that. That's actually a badass fucking Sam. name. Yeah. So the other the other half of this. Um, okay. So uh, as far as um, the uh, I, I don't think they they haven't announced any new weapons, but I think they said there will be new weapons um, in this update. Uh, as far like uh, not not legendaries, but like exotics. Like there's definitely gonna be a lot of a new set of like um, prison of elders mm-hmm. legendary gear. Um, there's gonna be uh, four new bosses, which I think are just remixes, like kind of like the strikes uh, remix bosses with taken abilities. Um, there's gonna be taken. F- it's all gonna be in the same arena, which is kind of like eh, okay. Um, this is uh, one thing to keep in mind though is that this is. Um, this is also a much smaller team. This is called their uh, their live team, which basically means that they're they're tinkering around with this stuff while being while being a live game. So like, it's not like they're building this on in, on the side. This is like they're messing with the code while the game is live. So like, when those updates come out, they're always messing around with um, with the game while it's being played. That's interesting that they don't put put the servers down. Yeah, it, it is right. Handled in almost every other thing that I've seen, especially for major content. But um, yeah, this this team was actually, um, from what I read, this team is actually formed uh, because of the lack of uh, two DLC expansions this year. And um, I mean, it's nice to finally have something because uh, I mean, you know, I never played SLR. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to uh, skip Sparrow spe- uh, you, Racing. You it. it was it was a lot of fun. Was it? I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't know if I could have played it for like a full year, but um, I I had a lot of fun. I there. wish it wasn't. I'm a little bit upset that they made that timed event. I don't like I don't like how every single thing. I, I can understand Crimson Doubles because that was a Valentine's Day thing. Um, I can understand the Halloween thing, obviously, but like the Sparrow Racing, I felt like there was no need. It's not it's not as important as something like Banner to make Banner special. Yeah. To where it's like it should be something you can you can jump in. No, it should have been something that's like every other week or yeah. something like that. You know what it's, I mean? Like it should have been it, part it of the regular pop- rotation. It, like I, I know what you mean. It's yeah. been months. Yeah, it's been months uh, since that, or at least like what yeah. two months maybe since that thing popped up. Probably longer um, by now. Uh, yeah, it's been like I think it was like January because it was before the Crimson Double stuff, before February. Um, but yeah, stuff like that um, is what made this game kind of uh, stale. I mean, I was ju- I jumped in in the last day, and I was like, I don't even really want to play this today, and I couldn't, and I was like, you know, what? I I'll play next time it comes around, and it still hasn't. So um, I'm wondering what they'll do with things like that in the future of just like, because everyone's been kind of like upset, like everyone was kind of upset that they uh, released that they didn't have that as a regular segment. Yeah. Because it was fun. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that yeah, simple. it was. It, uh, from what I heard, from what I heard, it was one of the better ones. The Halloween one was super lame. Well, we got to get moving on, but just as a, as a closer, yeah, the last um, thing that I hope they I give in the spring update is something for uh, Eris Morn to smile about because, goddamn, she's so depressing. 
That is all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, anybody with a pulse who gives a half a damn about either movies or pop culture or comic books or anything um, might have heard <laughs> that the negative reaction of critics to uh, Batman vs. Superman was pretty definitive and loud and clear. Almost overwhelming. Yes. All right. So let's, I think we should do a full disclosure thing here on where we stand before we kind of like get into this. Um, safe to say, and anybody here like jump in or correct me, however you see fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian will read anything with pictures and words. He is a full-on comic book fan from Marvel to DC to Image to... 30-plus years of reading. Yeah, and, and the guy's like a steel trap. Like, he will quote almost to the issue what happened in the fucking 70s. The most trivial fucking things. It's it's kind of crazy, and it makes me wonder what he does with his time. Um, like, I just, I just imagine him hooked up to, like, a, a, a tube that he pees into a bag. Um so he doesn't have to get up <laughs> from reading. Um, Joe didn't start getting into comics until we made him, and he basically reads what we tell him to read. Oh, man. Annihilation Conquest. It's the reason why I uh, named my dog Exactly, Cosmo. and why you have, now have a tattoo of a spacefaring oh, Labrador Cosmo, on yeah. your shoulder. Um, the Russian spacefaring. Uh, Greg is in a similar camp to Brian. He will read anything and everything. He just hasn't spent as much time reading as Brian has because he's not as old as Brian yet. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, that's really what it comes yeah, down I mean, to. There's nothing he won't read yeah. or at least give a shot and complain about for six months even though he hates it. He'll keep reading it. Just um, because uh, he needs something to complain about. Greg runs on piss and vinegar. If he doesn't have something to piss about, then he just, he just yeah. shuts down. That that half hour destiny conversation would have been like, <laughs> it would have been him just being like no <laughs> just him being like, of him of him of me just being like well the, well it's twelve he's like you're yeah. wrong yeah you're wrong you're it wrong. sucks fuck this like, game and that that would have just been him but he still plays I don't it care. But he'll, he'll be like so you want to hop on this afternoon he'll play it for um, yeah yeah man and then I tend to I, I I read comics I'm not as I'm deeper than Joe is but I'm not quite as deep as Greg and Brian um and I tend to lean Marvel. But I'm not yeah, like just, I'm not so stupid say. as to be like DC sucks, man. DC's got a lot of great stories. Just the, the characters from Mar- in Marvel yeah. are a little I've bit more both interesting throughout me. my entire reading. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that you guys both. have recommended, like um, what was the the Kevin Smith uh, Green Arrow Quiver one? and uh, Quiver. Sounds and uh, the sequel wasn't as the sequel was okay. Um, Quiver was really good, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. on I'm with you. I I think. In particular, for me, it's it's the art style seems too samey from comic to comic in a way where it's like. Um, that may be just because of the, I the think limitation of what you've read, because the, the it the, might the, be there's no particular art style exclusive to Marvel yeah. and or DC. So so that's kind of like where we stand. Like there's there's not a lot of like camp related fanboyism in this group. There's no, like, person who's like, I'm strictly in the Marvel camp, I'm strictly in the DC camp, and the other guy can get fucked. Because, like, there's, there's, you're closing off a giant universe worth of good stories if you do that. So none of us are, are like that. I want them to Um, succeed. I think we, I think we all do. I think it's safe to say we all want all these movies to, um, be good. So we (laughs) launched this entire podcast when we did around the idea that we would have a launch week, have a couple episodes come out, and then we would at the end of the week, go see Batman vs. Superman together and do a live review 
over the internet. Greg, Greg is, is on. Uh, yes. Greg is. Oh, hey. So I'll continue. I'll continue while we wait for Greg to get on. But um, that after what happened this week and like all the the dust getting kicked up um, over the critical, the negative critical reviews, um, we thought it was the most responsible thing for us to not see it right away, and to kind of let cooler heads prevail, see it down the line a little bit, and then give a a calmer, more removed reaction to the film. Something something a little bit less influenced by the heat of the moment. Um, so instead, we whip, we're going to whip out the reading bad reviews uh, segment that we did for Fuller House, and um, we're just going to go off of what other people have said, and we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about like the audience and and um, what could happen. Will this be spoiler films then too? Are we going to get into some of the things? That- I, I would leave that. I would leave that off the table, especially because I'm actually one of the yeah. people that kind of wants to see it without knowing the ending. I've yeah. still somehow managed to not hear about the ending. Um, oh, I'm surprised they've managed to keep it under wraps because it should have been obvious from the trailers. But for I, some yeah. reason, like everybody just completely glossed over. There's it. There's a lot of reaction on the internet. I had so Greg. It, I had it's, Greg. It's show an inevitable uh, thing that it may get spoiled for you. I'm not. Su- that, that's that's fine if it happens, now, it happens. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we should we should endeavor not to do it to him purposely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's just wait a minute till Greg gets. I will. This call. I will say um, we should probably do this now. Let's name this segment because it is totally going to be a recurring segment. Do you want to um, give it a name? I don't know what to call it. I've tried to think on reviews. it. I just can't. What do you want to call it? Horrible reviews. <laughs> so instead of calling it bad reviews, we'll call it horrible reviews. Yes. Yeah. Very creative, Joe. I like. <laughs> Trash talk reviews. Stop me until you, until you hit when you hear one you like. Um, yeah, we thought this <laughs> was going to be talk reviews. We'll work on. I mean, it. Maybe on we'll that, let the uh, maybe we'll let our fans decide too. Maybe we'll let them. We don't like this. Review. We don't have we don't have fans. We have followers. Shut up. <laughs> um, I, I actually like I, I you know on that note we expected to make this a recurring thing. We really enjoyed the Fuller House thing that we did, but we didn't think we'd be whipping it out again so soon. Like we thought it would be a while. I don't know. I I think this will make a really interesting segment to have every couple of weeks. Yeah, when, yeah I mean, whenever not? the time is appropriate. And this is yeah. clearly a time where it's appropriate because the internet blew up over how bad everything everything seemed. Mm. My, uh, uh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Everybody, everybody for a second thought that this might be a good movie? Um, I don't think anyone <laughs> no. thought how bad it would be. How bad the reaction might be. I'm just gonna, just gonna throw it out there. Who called that? That um, the one good thing to come out of this movie would be that he would, uh, Bruce Wayne would be uh, Ben Affleck would be a good Bruce Wayne and a bad Batman. I'm seeing I'm seeing divided reviews on that. I'm seeing some people say yeah. he was really really good. Some people saying he was horribly miscast. The unanimous thing that I see good good about and the pretty much the only reason that I want to go see it is Wonder Woman. I, I did hear that. Yeah. The the stuff that I'm reading saying she's she's good is being sure to stress it's because she's not in a lot of the movie. She's yeah. good by omission, and that's fine. I, I mean, you know, uh, I already know. Well, it, it's ironic too because they made the, her look really bad in the trailer. Like that one, the one scene she's in, she's doing. They do that slow mo jump, which just looks so like campy and stupid. I think the most important thing is she escapes without the Zack Snyder's 
without without the stench of Zack Snyder all over her, so she can start fresh in her own movie. That's I think that's the most important thing. I really want to see. Good her. things have been said about her film. The early stuff about production and everything. Everyone is saying that that may be the one of the very very good ones to come out of this. Well, the one thing that I think WB that Warner Brothers is doing that's smart. It's actually and it's to the contrary of what Marvel does. Um, is they are letting the filmmakers who come on board for these movies make their own style. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're allowing them to put their own stamp on it from a style um, standpoint, um, which I think will benefit Suicide Squad. It'll benefit Wonder Woman. It may or may not benefit Aquaman because we really don't know where that's going just yet. Um, didn't somebody just depart that project again? I keep hearing. I think I keep hearing something about that. The director. Uh, I didn't see anything, but frankly, I haven't been keeping tabs on it. It's too far out for me to um, start putting that on my radar. Um, I know that Wonder Woman's changed directors like two or three times before it went into production, but uh, I do think ultimately allowing directors to do their own thing will benefit. Um, benefit them as well. Yeah, I, I, Wonder Woman might be one of the few characters, too, that I really want to see an origin story. Um, I kind of, I mean, I'm not really much of a DC fan outside of, like, the Batman stuff. I mean, Batman is arguably, you could, you could argue that Batman is interesting, always interesting, because he is kind of one of the more easy characters to relate to, in a way. Like, he's easier to um, get right. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's much, he's, he feels, he has a much, much better, um, role gallery than any other uh, uh, DC character like well, no, I mean, you, were, you were right the first time I think before you stopped yourself you could argue that he's got a better role gallery than any superhero like he's he might have the best role gallery out of anybody it's right up there yeah. Flash is I up mean, there Spider-Man is up there but, but that's he, why you see them using well Joker oh my god Brian tell, tell, tell Greg that that Spider-Man's up there he will throw a fit he thinks Spider-Man has the worst role gallery well then he's just anyone. What? that's just being silly yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. He, he, really I've is. had this argument with with uh, with him when because we were all his rogue gallery there. leaks into just about like everyone else's stuff, and like everyone calls it like, oh, what is Spider Man's leftovers? You know, always end up fighting me and blah blah blah. I feel uh, like sometimes he's a six <laughs> is, is infamous in Marvel, uh, as is so many of Spider Man's villains. He thinks he thinks he has a crap rogue gallery. You I'm know what? I, you know my. There. You know my thing is. I think he sometimes nah. he tends to have a short term memory in these kinds of things. I think <laughs> things like, for example, um, I think he's saying, "Hey, they, he has a terrible rogue gallery because these movies sucked." I mean, that's that's why I think he's saying that, which is just not fair to. No, I think Spider-Man. he was he was doing it because he was like, "Who are you supposed to do next?" Like that was kind of his thing. I think. Oh, he has so he has so many villains. He has so many. Villains. They just keep doing the same three in the movies too, like. I don't know why. Um, apparently, in the Marvel one, the rumor I hear is that they're going to go with Craven, Craven the Hunter, as the the villain for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One. Well, he was going to be part of the Sinister Six if they ever got that shit off the ground. Yeah, I, I still to date have not seen the two Amazing Spider-Man movies, and nor did I, I want to. I felt <laughs> the second so one. You should... I saw the first one. Yeah. You saw the second one also, didn't you? Oh no, that nope. was nope, nope. We me. I was I was not there the day you guys watched it. That's right. I don't remember oh, where I was, man. but I wasn't there. Watch it as um, a science experiment. No, I'm good. <laughs> it's it's too long for me to watch that much bad movie. It um, is. At least watch the last fight. Nah, I'm good. It's real bad. <laughs> I don't it's need to watch the Itsy Bitsy Spider get played like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so apparently Greg has a very different definition of now than the rest of us. Let's just start the reviews. 
Yeah, we're already, so we're already, gonna, yeah, we're already get uh, started. Forty minutes, forty-five minutes in, probably. I'm making right. coffee. <laughs> "Quote unquote," Greg. I'm making coffee. Oh my goodness! I, I wonder if he realizes how late he is. Is he grinding the beans himself? <laughs> he went. To, yeah, like he last went to time he made coffee, it took me like it took like fifteen minutes. I'm gonna buy him a Keurig. <laughs> he would and send it to him, and he'll get it in time. He would pack, to make he would coffee. pack the individual grounds. Before. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm just gonna start. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite movie reviews, uh, my favorite movie sites, Dark Horizons, has been around for a fucking eternity. Uh, it's run by one guy, Garth Franklin, and he said. Snyder goes big on imagery, symbolism, and scale, but it's all about the spectacle at the cost of nuance and often straight-up logic. <laughs> so, so, hey, this looks cool, but it doesn't make any sense. Who gives a shit? That's, that's basically what he narrowed the, uh, Ouch. the production wow. uh, process down to. And then uh, Robert Wolanski of the Dallas Morning News said, in the words of the Joker in a far better Batman movie, why so serious? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, you know, God forbid. Oh, man. Man, that's getting trash. Uh, yeah, it's not really doing great. So this... <laughs> all right, A.O. Scott of the... A.O. <laughs> A.O. Scott of the New York Times says... The studio has, in the usual way, begged and bullied critics not to reveal plot points, and I wouldn't dream of denying you the thrill of discovering just how <laughs> overstuffed and preposterous a movie narrative can be. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. This is from that Comic yeah. Vine review. Yeah. I, yeah. Let me. Uh, let me hear oh, sure. this one, Brian. Trying to pick the best tidbit of this little here. Here. Okay. Uh, what's left then is the action, which for its last hour, Dawn of Justice becomes an almost nonstop flurry of over-the-top brawling. Stirring exciting moments abound, and the extended brawl between Batman and Superman lives up to its star building. Uh, all the explosions and carnage of Dawn of Justice's second half seem like white noise by the end, blending into a formless mash of extreme audiovisual stimulation. Uh, bu 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best of it. <laughs> it, it the best is just it's just this cacophony of sound and color and and all of that, you know. But just uh, not a lot. I don't want to get into some of the finer plot points that I'm I'm not too thrilled to hear about, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I'll see them in context maybe, but you will eventually. Like I I I'm going to see it eventually, just because I gotta know. Um, what it's yeah. like to live through it, but yeah, I, I may subject <laughs> that doesn't sound very positive. But... We'll um, all right, so Matthew Lacona of the San Diego Reader, in a word, exhausting. In a few more, <laughs> in, in a few more, overblown, overstuffed, repetitive, bombastic, and sometimes just dumb. Ow! Like this guy got reduced. He was so. His mind was so fucked by the time he got out that he, the best he could come up with was dumb. This is a professional writer, and wow. all he could say was, "This movie." He's is like, "This dumb. movie is more badder than anything I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I've yeah, also seen a lot of comic book sites that usually just jump on the reviews of big comic book movies are not reviewing it. They're staying away from it because they don't want to. 
you know, deal with the fan speak fan ill of it because they have a and you know, like you know what that's that's something that I, I wanted to talk about. First, let me read my favorite one: Batman v Superman, as heavy and <laughs> Batman v Superman, as heavy and humorless as a Supreme Court decision, is an eighteen wheeler of a movie <laughs> lumbering through a fallen world. Ow! I just love that. That Supreme Court decision thing. That is rough. Ow. Um, so, yeah, Brian, you just mentioned that like, a lot of comic book sites are staying away from reviewing it because they're yeah. afraid of fan backlash. And that's kind of something that I'm finding really interesting here is what this movie is going to do to the audience. That's why like, one of the most interesting things to me is going to be what what's the week two fall off going to be? There's always an audience drop off in the second week of every movie because some people just see it the first week and then that's it. But then there's people who yeah. put it off or who want to see it a second time and they're, they're the people that get out, get out the second weekend. Yeah. Um, and Jared has been a huge proponent of this. He thinks that the drop off is going to be uh, very, very steep in I week so. two. That word of mouth is going to grind this movie to a to a halt. It's going to have a huge opening weekend. Like the, the, by the time this airs, I think I'm it's, sure it's having a solid one to date so far. Uh, yeah, what I saw this morning is that it it's somewhere around the hundred million mark. Um, this is Sunday morning, as of Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, it'll probably cross that pretty uh, at a pretty healthy clip by the time tomorrow uh, by the time Monday morning rolls around. Which movie do you comp- do we want to compare money to? Other than Civil War. It, like, is that the br- the one we compare it to? So I'm telling you right now I don't think it's a very bold prediction, prediction to say Civil War is going to make more money than this movie. I don't think that's a bold no, prediction either. No. But yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you can compare it to because it's they've been so steadfast about not doing things the Marvel way. If yeah. if um, if the Avengers preceded Iron Man two, you could compare it to that. Yeah, but they're doing it but in it the reverse. Yeah, they're doing um, it in the reverse. Yeah, so I don't. I don't really know that we can. Greg is on if you want to invite him in for the last. Uh, Hey. <laughs> Hello, friend. How good of you to join us for the last 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> see, I told you guys he didn't say. He didn't see eight. If I wasn't up by like 5 o'clock this morning, I wouldn't have realized that either, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, I just I just figured he didn't see the message. Yeah. But, um... Like, right after... We said nine. You know what? Our 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 in it's, his defense, and I wouldn't have seen it either. Like, but said our, our chains of conversation are so long. There's, <laughs> there's no way we can reference anything like what were topics of the show, yeah. any of that. Like, we should send out a little a thing. You know, when separate. I'm gone for an hour, there's 200 messages. We're, we're right in the middle of Batman versus Superman and talking about Batgirl. So we we already read bad reviews, Greg. You completely missed that. Um, we didn't do Daredevil. We waited for you. So yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do that another Daredevil. time. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do it next week. So anyway, so what I was saying, we're talking about the audience for for Batman versus Superman. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should start recording. <laughs> God, <laughs> this is our show. Hello, <laughs> welcome to funny. the show. This is all going in the recording. Oh, nice. yeah, this is Leave stay. all of it, please. Yeah, this is It'll be stay. a mystery what Greg said on the other side of it. Yeah, uh, exactly. My mic was... What had happened was my computer froze. So I had to, <laughs> had to restart. <laughs> be careful. Uh, so, anyway... <laughs> all right, so where are we? What, yeah, what's, I, what's I, I'm, we're, we're talking about Batman vs. Superman and, like, the audience. And Never like, the way it. I see this is... is 
there's like several different kinds of, of groups and like I understand why comic sites are kind of laying off the reviews because they're afraid of, of fan fan backlash and this is part of the issue with this movie there, I think it's safe to say there's several types of people who are going to go see this movie there's uh, movie fans who just strictly like movies and they're just going to see they want to see a cool flick on the weekend popcorn um, summer flick and I've spoken to these types of people who've seen it and they come out and they're like, this movie makes no fucking sense. Like, there's just no narrative logic to it whatsoever. And it's way too friggin' long. And yet somehow at the same time, it doesn't explain anything. Yeah. It has all this runtime and zero explanation. Um, the other type of audience is going to be the Marvel fanboys who go to say, I told you so. <laughs> um, which I, I personally don't really condone. I wish they'd just stay home and not spend the money on the ticket. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like they're like hurting their own cause. Yeah, and then there's the DC fans who want to go and finally see these two guys on the screen at the same time, um, and I feel kind of bad for them because those are, that audience is going to get split in two. There's going to be the camp that says, "Oh my God, what have you done to my my favorite characters here?" And mm. then there's mm. the poor camp that's going to stick up for it and defend it because it's all that they have. This is the only thing yeah. that they have to hold on to as that's far as seeing their favorite characters on the big screen. Yeah, and they're going to defend agree. it fervently and violently on the internet. I think what is fueling that too is. Uh, Zack Snyder's very public defiance to the criticisms mm. that he has had throughout production and even now after its release. And it, 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 it has raised the ire of comic fans everywhere. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this is that he's just so... He has absolutely a total refusal to accept any blame in this. Um, yeah. And actually the same thing kind of happened with Joss Whedon. When Joss Whedon did Age of Ultron... Uh, he kind of got a little like snippy with everyone, and it kind of turned a lot of people off to what what he had made. And granted, these are two different things. From what I've, everything I've read so far is that this is a, a a bloated movie that seems to not really. The biggest critique I've seen so far, and this is of people who are comic book fans first, is that he he did not get the characters right. The characterization of each character is wrong, and the biggest and that might be the biggest misstep they've made in a long time is that they're launching a, a universe with two characters who are to to their names wrong they're incorrect yeah. their their mythos is wrong and he and, he defiantly made that comment to yeah. comic fans saying like oh well then they don't they don't know what's going on in comics then yeah you know um, and this isn't a spoiler this is talking about Man of Steel and, and Bobby alluded to earlier in the show that I've been reading comics for 30 plus years I missed that whole you know neck breaking era that Superman went through, where he would uh, it was devastate in the, entire uh, cities and not even 60s. try to help the people as it went. Look back in Superman two with Richard Donner when he's fighting the you know Zod and those two. How out of the way Superman goes to make sure and protect everyone during that fight. That's Superman, not this. well. There's the the entire um, there's an entire run called the Incredible Adventures of Neck Breaking Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he would he would fly around and for absolutely no reason. Break, and break next. next. <laughs> so I mean, that, I, think, I think that's where he took the inspiration from was this famous book. Um, it's possible. I, I may have been in a coma during that period. Um, yeah, and um, this this you know. seems very 
this seems like a very different negative reaction than the one that Man of Steel got because I, I distinctly remember leaving Man of Steel and going, yeah, that was all right. And then like the Me more too. the more yeah, I yeah. thought about it, the more I was like, no, you know what? That wasn't really all right. Like it it wasn't until like letting it sink in and digest that I realized that like eh, you know what this probably wasn't a very good movie. Man, Man of Steel, um, Man of Steel, where Man of Steel really falls apart is on multiple viewings. Um, you walk out of it, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people walked out of it because it was the first time they had seen Superman in so long. They were like, great movie. Really had a good time. And so when you really start to sit sit there and look at it and be like, oh, this doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, if you think and, too hard about it, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. wait, they they flew into space and took out a satellite. Yeah. <laughs> like. It, it's it's really hard to defend it, um, and it's, it's so, it, you get so tired of the, of like, the the man god tropes like yeah. they beat you over the head oh man it. if and you like in, in uh, from everyone i've spoken to who's seen this movie if you think it were bad then wait until you see it now because apparently yeah. like superman just becomes like exactly like dr manhattan where he just like doesn't understand mm-hmm. humans and like yeah you know why, why are these petty people thinking this way and like all this shit it's a total misstep and like he just it and this is going back to, to Zack snyder and he was harping on this from the start, and if you watch Man of Steel, and actually it was on a couple of days ago, so I watched some of it. I couldn't, couldn't finish it. Um, he's, it's so odd. He's thirty three years old, the same age as Jesus. Um, he's <laughs> sitting in the church. When he sits in the church, it's literally framed so that it's Clark, a picture of Jesus, the priest. Um, and it's just like at, at every scene, he's floating in space. He has his arms out. Uh, every yeah, time he they flies, make him look very he ha- he's yeah. It's it's very, very heavy, like God, man, God. But and that's uh, just not Clark. That's not. That's no, not he's Clark a is. he's a symbol of hope. Uh, somebody picked up. It was it's a panel from All Star Superman, and it's a girl about to jump and commit suicide. And all of a sudden, within a blink of an eye, Superman's in back of her. And he just kind he, of hugs he her and says, her. "Hey, you know, it's going to get better, you know." He, and she he hugs him back, <laughs> right? And then he breaks her neck. And uh, you know, th- those are like that's Superman. Uh, yeah. I, I remember seeing a story of some guy. They did a little montage of the little things Superman does in between things. And there was an old man uh, who like lived on an island, you know, out in like the Pacific. And he'd always heard tales about Superman, but never saw him. And like wrote a letter. Uh, to some to, to something that he thought he might see, and as the man is literally like having his final moments and looking out the window of the ocean, ocean Superman did get the letter and he flies, you know, and just kind of sits there for a little minute, lets the guy see him, and then he goes on. It was like this happy moment for the guy, I'm like that's Superman. It's creepy. You know what they're doing now is just uh, you know, it, it feels like I they're trying heard, to um... make it for people who aren't comic book fans to just bring in mass appeal, and and, and it's just weak. They have, DC has no faith in their properties when it comes to making them. I've movies. heard Superman American Alien is very good. American Alien... Is that Max Landis's run? Yeah. It's an ongoing right now. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very good. Yeah, I actually really want to read it. He, he's, been, he's been on the um, the interview uh, trail with a bunch of uh, different podcasts. I heard him like three times last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's it'd be... I would be more inclined to see it, even if it was a bad... I sat, I went to the movie theater and saw Batman Returns, okay? I'm, <laughs> I'm predisposed to sitting in the movie theater for bad movies. I have no problem with that. It's, it's two and a half hours fucking long, 
And if it's as bad as everyone is saying, like, I don't want to sit for two and a half hours yeah. and watch this. That's terrible. Yeah. I That's mean, a terrible with, thing. Without spoiling anything, because Joe um, has managed to avoid spoilers so far and would like to continue. What? Um, mm-hmm. My brother... See the whole, I've seen the whole movie via proxy. My brother went and he said the last 30 minutes should not have been in the movie and they sh- it should have just been its own movie. And he was like, you're stupid for not making this its own movie, titling it what it should be titled. I know you two know what I'm talking about. And making a billion dollars off of that alone because it's the yeah. best-selling comic book in history and that's how you fucking do it. Like apparently oh, he, he, he said to me – and this is – my brother is not a person who's into like movies. He's like lightly into it. Like he's loose. So he was like apparently yeah. you don't like making money because that would have made you so much fucking money just doing it. It didn't even have to be good. Is the spoiler, spoiler you guys are referring to Dark Knight Returns? I mean, no. No, no. no. It's in the, well, in the trailer that we, we see in the trailer, you allude to it, Doomsday. In, in, the, in the trailer, yeah. you see the big monster. I do know it's, that. It's all bitten, but, you know, whatever. Um, um, God, I just don't... And, like, I knew it. I knew it was going to be like this. I knew it was going to be this long... And apparently there's going to be an, uh, a director's cut that's over three hours. Yeah. Yeah. And rated R. And rated R. My, my favorite so, part... So, you know what? It's funny. You see More next Henry Cavill signing little kids, and super, they're like, you know, little babies, and Superman outfits, and he signed their autographs. Like... They're not seeing this movie. Ben Affleck said he wouldn't take his kids to see this movie. So, yeah, you know? know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be very, very... Like I said, I'm going to be very interested to see what the second week drop-off is for this movie. Um, this this Like we said, this week is probably going to make something around the like 150 area. Um, and I'm wondering if next week... If, if it gets below like 50, I think they're in serious trouble. Um... Well, I really well, hope it still does better than because I mean, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two, did, actually did really well despite yeah. being. I mean, it wasn't considered like a block, but it wasn't oh, by 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 moot by here comic book uh, standards. It wasn't a crazy success, which is why they you know made the deal with Marvel. But I still kind of hope it makes more than that, just because Spider-Man was like that level of bad. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm Spider-Man I'm Two was w- Amazing Spider-Man Two is bad and. If it's on that level. Like, here's what bugs me, and is that... And I saw it coming out of the movie after the advanced reviews. People were um, immediate, people were immediately turning it into Marvel versus DC. and But that's not what it's supposed to be. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a competition, because it should just be... One's either... A, it's either a good movie, or it's not. Yeah. Because Marvel's winning. And, what? No, sorry. yeah, <laughs> that was that was wrong, Brian. That just wasn't right. We're trying to be impartial here, like I know, I know, I know. I was just and like, and, and you know what? That's like another thing. I don't want uh, comic book movies to be exclusively a Marvel thing. Like, I, I think one day Kevin Feige or Fe- 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 however the fuck you say his Feige. name, uh, Kevin Feige is is not going to be in charge, and I think that you can attribute a large chunk of their cinematic success mm-hmm. to him. Um, and I don't want said as whoever true? comes on board afterwards to be like, well, we are the business, so everybody bow to us, and we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. I, yeah. I want them to feel like they have to be pushed by DC and Warner Brothers. Same, just, I because we'll all win. going to be there yet. There's just there's an institutional problem at WB slash DC that like, mm-hmm. they've, they've been so staunch and adamant about not emulating the Marvel style, yeah. but it just makes them directionless. Like, they don't really know where the, to the go. The thing, too, is they obvi- it's it's so obvious that they're answering to um, 
shareholders and just like we the, by by them by them trying to get to literally the widest audience possible they're making it like yeah they no, yeah. it's one of those it's one of those cases mm-hmm. of just like they're trying to make it so like um wide in terms of like demographics that it's just like it doesn't appeal to anyone because there's no reason there's no reason for it and there's no reason uh, for that movie greg one of the things i said before um you hopped on was that i think one of the, the decision that they made they might actually end up benefiting from is that they're letting each director um put their own stamp on their movie unlike marvel who's like this is the way we do our movies and you can do it or, or you know move yeah. on um, i mean there's certainly there's certainly a credence for that like yeah. it could work and i think it'll benefit more more than any movie coming coming up for them i think it'll benefit wonder woman the most um, yeah. mm. And it, it may or may not benefit Suicide Squad. We're going to find out in a few months. Well, the, the the downsides, the you know, the other side of that coin is that then you get movies like this and that are very heavy, uh, you know, a, a, a no nonsense, very obvious Zack Snyder film, like, and you know, it hasn't won people over. It to has a degree. Marvel's version of that was the Avengers. Was uh, Joss Whedon like that was yeah. their version of like this thing of just like. This is one of those cases where people don't like his directing as much. I thought The Avengers was good. Same thing with Man of Steel. I loved The about, Avengers the first time. Are you talking about Ultron or Age of Ultron or Man of Steel? Both. I'm talking about both. I thought the first one was good on like a first or second viewing. But after a while you realize, oh wow, these jokes are horrible. Like this is not... Yeah, there's a lot of pacing issues with that movie. Here's a very clear yeah. separation in, in how I think how they how well they've how well they've set it up and created anticipation and or failed at it with Marvel and DC contrasting. Uh, prior to the Avengers movie, I've always was aware of the Avengers comic, and it was never a huge selling comic for Marvel for a very, very, very long time. It was only a little bit prior to that that they started to do well with it. They managed to get everybody excited for people like Black Widow and yeah. Hawkeye. And when we have that shot in Avengers where they pan around and you have them all right there, it's like, wow, oh my god, they actually pulled this off. Mm-hmm. And when they, you see that moment in the trailer, like the anticipation was insane. But for Superman, Batman, growing up, um, the Avengers are nowhere near them as far as the magnitude of those characters. This should have been done right. This should have been Mm -hmm. done in a way that was finally giving it justice. You're going to finally do Superman versus Batman and, 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 and take from The Dark Knight Returns as some of your source material and hand out this? You know, it just, it just seems like... It also arguably should have been like five years from now. Yeah. yeah, where they have like at least three. Or four I shouldn't be as anticipated this. for Batman Superman like I was to see Black Widow and Hawkeye and those characters on that screen. I just should be, and I'm not. Um, and to, and to, to your note about their magnitude, I remember laughing because I was watching this featurette that uh, Marvel put out right before Age of Ultron. It was like assembling a universe. It was called uh, about how they yeah. built their their own cinematic universe. And in the beginning, it starts off with all these headlines and like. Questions from new from like uh you know uh, news sources and like websites and all that shit like Marvel starting their own movie studio with all their B team characters because you know they they didn't have Spider Man and they didn't have the X Men and these guys were all considered second level things. Fast forward mm-hmm. to like five minutes into this featurette and they have uh, Robert Downey Jr. talking about. Uh, the Avengers movie and everybody's talking about how it's a team of all stars from, from the Marvel universe and how these are the mm-hmm. top heavy hitters that they've got. Like they turned around the image of all these characters that frankly, mm-hmm. most people didn't give a shit about before. No. Yeah. Spider-Man and Wolverine were the dominant selling characters and the X-Men. They were it. Uh, forever. 
forever. Cap and Iron Greg's Man, Thor, just did not farted. He doesn't I like hate the X Men. The X Men. <laughs> on that note, on that note, um, yeah, I I think there's a very I think DC has a very real choice to make in the coming films about where they want to go and how they're going to go about it. Yeah, um, and I just they struggled. They, it's not that they struggled. They they hit the gas and they're like, go 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 go. We need to catch up right now because. I mean, to them, it is a competition. I understand that it's a competition to them because it's about money. But D- DC doesn't have the luxury of what Marvel could do, and that's origin, 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 Avengers. No, and then just go from there. They needed to rush out with everything. But they're also dealing with properties that aren't Marvel's B-Squad. Like, Marvel had to do introductions for those characters. You don't have to do that for Batman. Yeah. Everyone knows Batman. Yeah. You don't have to do that for Superman. Everyone knows that yeah. for Superman. Like people are complaining in this movie about stuff. like the lack of explanation for things and the um, the how how long it ran. Regardless, but you still had time to show Martha Wayne and uh, uh, I forgot his dad's name. I'm brain farting. Thomas. Thomas, Thomas and Thomas Wayne getting shot in the fucking gutter for the six hundredth time. Yeah, um, I, I just I think and Batman's they were, father is Negan, of course. I don't know if you knew that. Batman's mother is Bella. <laughs> is it really? Slash. Laura Coyne? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's just, it should have... No, his I, mother is... Uh... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. You said... Never mind. Never yes. mind. Never mind. Yes. Shut <laughs> up, Brian. I don't yes, watch that dumb show. Shut your face um, about the Walking Dead criticism. Don't go there. Um, I just think they should have just launched the Justice League. I think that would have been a better way to go about it. Yeah, and have me have me as the villain, and have Army Hammer play Batman and uh, whoever else was in that failed George Miller project. I think he would have been good. Maybe we'll never know. He, he's got really good chemistry with Henry Cavill in Man from Uncle. We'll never know. I've heard and that. Then, and then the um, yeah, the, that movie ended up getting turned into a animated feature. Anyway, so that's all the time we have. I thought you said Man from Uncle was turning into an animated series. I was like. <laughs> it's called Archer. <laughs> That's very true. All right. That's all the time we got. We got to we gotta cut it short because Joe's Good got, Joe's got to go get some gains. And, um, what a show. Greg killed it. Uh, so <laughs> our Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash Awfully Salty. Our Twitter is SaltyPod. And our Tumblr is AwfullySalty.tumblr.com. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week where we've got some fun Daredevil reviews for the full season. And we're also going to rank the DC Rebirth costumes. That's going to be fun. Nightwing wins. Nightwing wins. Back to the blue, baby. Nightwing's back to the blue. Spoiler. I mean, it's a sexy crotch. (laughs) Bye-bye. Wow. All right, bye. (laughs) 